Coming up on the Middle Class VO Podcast. You have to serve the talent and you have to serve the client. And it's a 50-50 kind of thing and everybody has to be happy. Uh, And if you're doing no vetting, if you're doing nothing to protect the industry, then you're doing nothing to protect your talent. And that's half your job. If you need e-learning, we're just an email away. Corporate narration, tell us what to say. Explain our video, imaging radio, slinging local cars, reading IVR. No, we ain't no stars. This is the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. Welcome to the Middle Class VO Podcast. Kevin Kilpatrick here in Nashville. Bobby Maxwell is in Cincinnati and and somewhere, I don't know if it's in Texas or if it's in New York, we have from the Shepherd Agency, Eric Shepherd. Eric, how are you? My goodness. (laughs) Now, are you in New York or are you in Austin? Austin, Texas. Beautiful Austin, Texas. The second music city. That is a little little hotbed for a VO talent, too. You know... Man, you, you know, we're trying. There's a lot of talent here, but there wasn't really, uh, you know, like a community so much. And a lot of clients were getting talent from like the, the local theater groups and that kind of thing. So my wife's been really uh, active with that, trying to kind of get the community together and uh, they meet up and that kind of stuff. So it's uh, we're, we're getting a little closer, which is pretty cool. Well, excellent. Eric, we're, nice. we're talking with Eric Shepard of the Shepard Agency, who is a, a voice actor uh, agent, and we're here to talk about representation today. And Eric, it's so nice to finally get to chat with you. I've, I've heard great things about you, and I will All tell lies. you. All lies. All no. lies. <laughs> even, even the good stuff? No, I doubt Especially. that. Especially, here's what I heard about you. I, I heard, you know, when, when somebody, when I told somebody a while back that I, I wanted to talk to you at some point, and they said, ha, Eric. Here's what you need to know about Eric. He will tell you like it is, and he's funny. So that's two great characteristics that I love right off the bat there. And, and Bobby, you and Eric go back a ways yourselves, right? Actually, I just joined Eric's roster um, in the past couple of months. Oh, okay. So, yeah, brand yeah. new. Excellent. Brand new. We hate bringing people on. I hate bringing people on. It's like a whole thing, you know? I didn't do it for, like, years we just had stuff piling up and we get, I mean, we could have 5,000 people tomorrow. You know, there's no mm-hmm. shortage of people looking for a uh, representation, but uh, you know, it's a whole thing. You got to get to know them and you have to make sure they're not crazy. And uh, you know, a lot of times you don't know till afterwards, but it's a lot of work to onboard them, you know, and go through the whole, you know, rigmarole. So we try, now we have all kinds of forms and stuff to try to make it a little bit easier. Cause it's really, you know, it's time consuming. But then sometimes you go through all of that, and then you're like, oh, my God, they're nuts. They're free. I mean, we're actors, so we're all crazy, you know. But sometimes they're really nuts, and you're like, oh, my God, what have I done? So, uh, you know, for that, just for so many reasons, I, you know, I don't like bringing, taking new people on. But you have to. You can't keep giving clients. We are in a padded room with uh, talking to ourselves, Eric. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think just acting in general or even um, – you know, any any sort of performing art or anything, you have to have something wrong with you, you know, and to to just not go out and get a regular job. Like, who would put themselves through this nonsense? So, uh, you know, we're all a little off, which is, uh, you know, a positive thing. But yikes, man, you know, you don't really know until you have somebody. And then, um, you know, you go, oh, man, I've made a mistake. What have I done? We've <laughs> we should have brought this person on. They're crazy. So we try to do a lot of vetting and stuff beforehand and 
Uh, my wife, again, she's great about that. I'll be like, this person sounds great. And they were, she'll be like, they were on Instagram, like, what, you know, like she knows all of what, you know, horrible stuff. And I'm like, oh, good God, I had no Ooh, idea. They're like, that is a they're wearing tinfoil hats. And I'm like, oh, boy. We, we were just talking about <laughs> this very thing, Bobby and I, in recent weeks about mm-hmm. what you're putting out there on social media. So, so clearly that does have an impact with you, right, Eric? Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, we've always been that way. Uh, you know, again, just to kind of weed out the crazies, you know, life is too short, man. You know, I, we're busy, um, uh, you know, and if, if, if it's me that's running a session, I'm setting something up. I want to send an email, you know, and say, listen, uh, we're looking for avails for Wednesday and Thursday. And then the client, the talent gets back. Hey, I got this and this and okay. And, uh, you know, everything goes smoothly. Um, and if you've got, you know, people who are just kind of head cases are real full of themselves or whatever. Well, I don't know. I did audition for it, but I was thinking it should be another $5,000 or blah, blah, blah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, you get that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, so again, you know, we try to, you know, always check people out and make sure that they're, they're not going to be a pain in the ass. Um, but then, you know, nowadays it's, yeah, you have to be careful too, you know, and make sure that they haven't, you know, they're not running their mouth and, you know, talking some sort of psycho stuff that's, uh, you know, you don't want to be affiliated with. So so is it true, Eric, that um, that people who are submitting and this is like goes back years now saying that, you, that really to get on a big agency, um, you have to have a good referral. Do you feel that way? A for your thoughts. You know, I did. That was a thing like in the past, too. And, you know, look, I could only speak for my agency. Um, you know, I can't speak. Uh, well, you know, in some ways I could speak for other agents because, you know, I've spoken with them or whatever. But, uh, you know, everybody has their own thing. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, it said something. If you've got a talent that you trust and you know them and you've had a relationship with them, you have a business relationship with them, you blah, 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 has the kids, that kind of thing. Um, you know, which is something that we're able to do, have, you know, keeping a smaller roster. We know folks and, you know, some of these, some of these folks I've known since way before, you know, the agency, they, they got a call one day and I was like, Hey, guess what? I'm going to rep you now. And they're like, okay, like that's how, <laughs> that's how I started an agency. It was just like my friends was like, you have no choice. Now I'm your agent. And I'm like, whatever, Shepard, like do your thing. Um, so, you know, folks that you've known. Uh, forever. And then they go, Hey, listen, you know, I'm not going to waste your time. Uh, but I got a guy and he's great and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah. You know, you're going to take a listen. Uh, you know, I'm certainly not beholden to anybody, but then over the years, like everybody does it, you know, you like, you can't not have a talent. That's not like, I mean, sometimes you, you sign somebody and it's like the next week, Hey, by the way, I got five friends and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know, oh. really? So, uh, you know, when everybody does it and it's so constant, it's not really that special, you know, uh, that referral. But sometimes, you know, I'll get somebody, um, again, from, you know, from a talent that I trust. uh, And they'll be like, you know, look, man, I never do this. You know me. I don't fill your inbox. But, uh, you know, I met this guy and he's awesome and whatever. And he's an earner. And, um, you know, that still means something. So does that mean you're going to pick him up? No. Uh, But you know, you'll take a listen sooner than you than you may have beforehand. Are you uh, taking on new talents on a monthly basis? Do you have any kind of timeline for that? Or And then when you do take on a new talent, are you culling your roster? I try not to call. I try not to get rid of people. Um, you know, I've had people that just haven't booked 
in forever, and I keep them because uh, I like them. You know, I go, well, I don't know. There's something there. I mean, if if we picked somebody up, I like them. You okay. know, there's something there about them. Uh, and I'm a fairly good judge of voice, <laughs> you know, at this point. Um, so I'll keep them. Uh, but, you know, we've lost a lot of people. We've been around for so long. You know, some folks have passed away. Some folks have aged out. Some folks uh, have left the business. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, a lot of folks have screwed up. Um, they just did, you know, it was something Especially that was just, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just either too egregious or it was, you know, they were repeat offenders. Uh, and we just said, you know, look, man, you know, we can't, uh, you know, we gotta, we have to part ways and, uh, we can't do this anymore. So, you know, it happens. Uh, but as far as a timeline for people coming in, I hadn't picked anybody up again, like years. It had been years. And we just, you know, we were looking at the emails. We're like, God damn, really? It was like thousands and thousands of emails. And then, you know, it was like, that was, it made it even worse. You know, like, do you want to go through this? (laughs) No, I don't want, you know, and, uh, but then we're like, but you know, there could be gold in them, there are hills, you know? So it was like, yeah, it's time. And, you know, it had been a couple of years and we started going through stuff and, um, you know, again, there, there was stuff that was great. And so we're emailing them back like, thank you for your email of 2018. <laughs> and, and, uh, and almost, I got to tell every single person was cool about it. They were like, hey, I get it. That's how it works, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Except for one guy. There was one guy and he was like, oh, cursing and flip. Like, do you know I do not deserve to be treated in this matter? And blah, blah, blah. Like how did was so offended that we got back to him like a year wow. later. Yeah, it was Whatever. really, it you was great. Humble, no, we were, man. I mean, I was laughing and then I was like, well, well I mean, we dodged a bullet. Like that's great oh, well, because I go. was reaching back out because we liked him and he did us the favor of showing us that he's a douchebag. So that was like, <laughs> saved everybody a lot of time, <laughs> you know? Um, uh, what would you say your pet peeves for talent? Oh, it's the same as, you know, as everybody has. Like the the naming of files thing is is a huge one. And we have talent that we've had for years and we've just been like, like stop, please. Like I'm begging you, like just name the files properly. And they just don't, like, I don't know if they can't or they don't or they won't or, no. uh, I, but that makes you nuts, man, as an agent. It's like a whole thing. Because we, you know, we work with, we have our own system internally and then we work with other people and then we have clients sometimes that are very specific, you know, it has to be underscore, blah, whatever, you know. Um, and then sometimes you have a, uh, you know, you'll have three things out and everybody's like, it has to be narrator, underscore, whatever. And then talent starts screwing it up. It makes your life like a, you know, you're like, are you kidding me? You're getting hundreds of auditions coming in and none of them make sense. So, you know, that causes a lot of, it's just wasted time. Um, So that's a big one. That's a huge pet peeve. Uh, And not check, you know, I'm like, my life sucks because I'm an agent. So I'm like married to the (laughs) the computer, you know, there's like no escape ever. (laughs) I work like 18 hour days, ridiculous. Um, but it, uh, talent will just, and it's like r- remarkable to me. I'm like, how is this even a, like a viable lifestyle that they won't get back to you for, you know, to like the next day or something. They don't answer the email. And it's, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm almost like good for you. That's like fantastic that you have, you're able to do that. Um, but then on the other, you know, it kind of ticks me off. Like, look, I'm trying to set something up for you here. And, you know, 
before you go to sleep or something yeah. or, you know, like in between sessions or, you know, while you're on the can or something, uh, <laughs> you know, like give me a second and let me help you, you know, help me help you. Even no matter how cryptic it is, like I'll, I'll do, you know, sometimes if I'm on the can, I'm checking out, I'm checking up on stuff. I'm just trying to stay on top of things as it were. Yeah, and- you know, check your watch or something, man. you know, get back. It's, you know. I'm never emailing talent like, what's up? How are you? Like, you know, I mean, if I'm emailing, it's, you know, it's because, listen, you know, we we need you on Wednesday. So, um, yeah, it's amazing to me that talent just don't, you know, they're not booked out or it's, you know, you understand not everybody's going to get back to you immediately because they're in session or whatever. But, uh, you know, that next day stuff is like, come on, man. So that yeah, that's that's good to know. That is a little bit of a pet peeve. And I, I saw the Facebook post you put out there a, a week or so ago, and it just kind of addressed so many of the things that Bobby and I have talked about that are annoying to agents. You know, uh, addressing uh, Eric Shepard as dear Mister or Mrs. or you know, not even doing enough research <laughs> to get a name and and seeing what they're all about. And I, I would well, love. They should for- have known it's Your Highness. Exactly. Exactly. Did the, you know, sir or Lord Eric Shepard? <laughs> you do have the crown on your logo. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know, that was almost like half a joke. Folks who know me were like, of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> Even my wife was like, you know, I was playing with stuff. And I was like, how about this? She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's my husband right there. Like, sir <laughs> Shepard. <laughs> the king. Whatever. The kids, like, rolling their eyes. Like, yeah, whatever, dad, man. So, Eric, you've been doing this uh, two plus decades now, uh, agency work. And, and what are some of the ebbs and flows that you've seen from the advent of home studios to COVID to every on-screen actor wanting to do voiceover now? What are some of those ebbs and flows that you can talk about in your period doing this? You know, for a while, uh, you know, we were always talking about like this fast paced industry and this rapidly changing, you know, whatever. Right. Uh but for a while, you know, it was pretty uneventful, I think. Uh, you know, technologically, there was, you know, it was like, no, we're not using like dat tapes, you know, like, the, ooh, all right, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> I've heard that you know, I know, I'm pretty old. I know, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, there were things like that that were, you know, that were changing the game a little bit. But then it was like, it just seemed like everything, you know, got super accelerated. Uh, and it was, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, speaking again from being old, and I've talked about this before, so my apologies to anyone who's listened to me before. Not that I get too many second listeners. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm back from the time, it, like, when the announcers roamed the earth. And, like, that was it. Like, if you were a dude, like, even if you were a, a female, you know, a lot, it was just very announcer announcer. And that was, like, a huge, like, the, a bomb went off uh, when everything, you know, really went went convo went conversational was like and you know there's i know a lot of people man they didn't make it like they were just casualties along the way because they couldn't you know they just couldn't be conversational it was impossible so that was massive um you know as far as like a sea change but then in the past couple years man holy cow like i don't even recognize the industry anymore i don't recognize the people i don't recognize the culture it's um it's just it's that's really the word for it. It's unrecognizable. It's crazy. Uh, with the advent of pay-to-plays, um, when uh, Voice Bank was bought out, that was like a huge bomb went off, you know, which they did on purpose. Um, having just every other talent who couldn't make it become a coach, bring in five billion other people 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously that's going to change the landscape. It changed rates. It changed, you know, which of course changes the whole the whole business. You know, um, you know, if you've got a room with ten people in it. And they're all having a great time forever. And now all of a sudden that room has, you know, 10,000 people in it. The, the dynamic yeah. is going to be completely different. And, you know, and that's what happened. Um, you know, back in the day you had to, uh, you, you know, you needed to remortgage to get your gear for God's sake. You know, you had racks full of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, and now it's, you know, everyone's selling you on, uh, you know, get a Yeti and a Dream or whatever. You know, we, I used to call them <laughs> the, the Snowball Coalition. Um <laughs> You know, so it's it's easy to do. And you get folks that are like, hey, man, you know, I'll do it for beer money. I'll do it for five bucks. I'll do it for 50 bucks, whatever. Um, you know, and I know plenty of folks. Again, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years, man. Well, with that being said, Eric, do, do you think the future of, of the agencies is still good? I don't know. You know, I think that. I'm like, am I a dinosaur? You know, is this going to be viable anymore? It's as long as there's an industry, uh, you know, people are going to want agents. But is there going to – so the question that, you know, that I ask is, is there going to be a voiceover industry? It's completely unrecognizable, you know, now. Um, is it something that's, you know, that's still going to be there in a couple of years? Uh, is it something that's going to be there, you know, in two years? Are people going to be able to support themselves? Um, and, you know, and I don't know. I You know, I really don't. And I hate to be, a you know, a downer. And years and years I've been saying, you know, because we saw the writing on the wall, man. We saw what was going on. We saw what was going on with the the pay-to-plays. We saw what was going on with everything going on union. Um, you know, it didn't take a genius to be like, hey, what's up? And then it, you just felt like, you know, like, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. You know, you're shouting it, uh, you know, uh, like with a bullhorn. And I was on every podcast in the world and whatever, like, hey, listen, you know, things are bad and whatever. And everyone was like, whatever, you know, like you're – uh, you know, overreacting. And uh, not that I'm like, yeah, told you so. Um, but yeah, you know, it was that bad. And I think a lot of people just didn't want to realize, you know, this is this is going to be a, a, you know, a real bummer for everybody. And uh, now we're here. So now we just have to figure out uh, how to go forward. And you've seen it all. It, it sounds like it, but you you come from the acting side. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I, was, and, I did and, my first job. I was 17. No kidding. And are, are you still actively voicing? I, you know, it's fun. That first job that I did when I was 17 was a telephony job, um, like for a friend's, their, their parents had a business and then they, whatever, and it was all, but anyway, like they knew this kid with a nice voice. Or, but yeah, they said you had a nice voice, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, just like everybody else, like, you know, that's how they got in the business. <laughs> yeah. But they paid me like real money. I was like, oh, this is, it was like crazy, you know, beer money for a kid it was like insane, you know. Um and the stuff that I do now, like I don't even audition anymore or whatever. Um, but I still do telephony. I have clients that I've had for, you know, like 20 years. Um, so I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I can't not do it for them. But I'm busy, man. You know, I'm running an agency. I screwed myself. When I, we started as a, as an agent, and people were like, well, you're an actor, whatever. And I was like, well, I don't know. This would be good for me. Like, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll audit, like I could rip myself. I'll audition for my own stuff, you know. I never saw it as like a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, conflict? No, because I'm like, you know, I'm not like, you know, if someone's better than me, I'm not going to be like, no, there's only me that audit. Like you can't, you know what I mean? You can't put yourself to the front of the pack. You're either good or you suck or whatever. But I, I, everybody was just creaming me. Like, I guess I'm not that good. You just hear stuff and be like, really guys? Like they, <laughs> they were just, stuff would come in. That was great. And I'd be like, ah, forget it. 
And then after a while, it was like, I, you know, I just, I don't have time. So, I, you know, I didn't even, I didn't bother. I became agent man. So agenting kind of killed my voiceover career, actually. But what are you going to do? So t- can you explain the typical process? And I use the word typical. When you use talent that are on your roster to submit to the ca- for the casting. I mean, it, say you, you get a job from um, a, a casting agency. What does Eric do with his the ones that come in? We jump, man. We jump, 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 jump as fast as we can because so many talent have this thing like uh, first come, first serve. And, you know, and so many times if we're oh. getting something, uh, even when they're like, this is just for you because I love you, buddy. You're the best, whatever. And then talent will email us back like, this was on one, two, three, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everyone's so foolish. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but okay. uh, so we jump, you know, we want to get it out there as fast as possible before talent are like, sorry, somebody else got, you know, whatever. But my thing is, you know, now, you know, when we put out an email, everything basically that I do as an agent, uh, which, you know, of course, informs how the agency operates, is all coming from the standpoint of, of being an actor. And when I had agents and I was like, that's cool, that sucks. Uh, you know, what did I enjoy uh, from, you know, from from the actor side. So any, you know, interaction that I have with the actors. Now, of course, that's only half of it. The other half is you have to make the clients happy as well. Um, you know, you, you have to service the talent and you have to service the clients. And, you know, everybody's got to be happy or at least, you know, not hate you for things to go well. Um, so we, you know, we jump to get it out. But I try to send out something that makes sense. You know, a lot of times a client will send, you know, it's like six attachments. Here's a thing with the specs and then here's another piece of paper that's got uh, the references and all this, you know, all this not nonsense mm. stuff. So we try to, as quickly as possible, put all that stuff into a casting that, that talent could just look at it and be like, oh, they're, okay, that makes sense, you know, instead of having to, you know, figure it all out. We try to do the figuring out for them. Also, you know, we have to figure it out first to make sure whether it's worth it, whether we want it. You know, sometimes it's that fourth attachment you open where they're like, just kidding, it's all usage, man, whatever. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you know, you jerks. So, yeah. <laughs> so we have to tear everything apart, make sure it's, you know, something that we want to do, something that's worth it, and then get it out there. Um, so, you know, that's step one, get it to the right talent. And then it's vet, you know, this stuff comes in. You know, we vetted our talent as much as possible. We made sure they're the best talent. We made sure they're not nuts. Uh, we made sure that they're, you know, have the perfect studios and they're full-time, et cetera, you know. But, you know, everyone's going to send in a stinker sometimes, you know. Not everybody could do everything. Some folks aren't very good at, um, they're just not very self-aware, I think, as far as what they can do and what they can't do. Some folks think they could do everything and nobody can. Um, you know, so you go, you really, you shouldn't have gone for that, you know? So you, you call the stinkers a little bit, uh, you get the good ones. We set them up in our system. So we got a nice, pretty interface and then we get it to, you know, we get it to the client. We tell them first, uh, you know, like if we, if a client, if it's Monday and the client says, we need these on Friday, we tell you, we need them on Wednesday and we start sharing them with the client on Monday. They'll get a link. We'll say, you know, we got some good ones in click here and we'll continue adding to that same directory, you know, as they come in and then we'll let you know when they're all in. So uh, it behooves talent because that's how most of the people do it. Uh, most agents do it. So it's, you know, it's good to get it in. 
early, even if you've got, you know, if you, oh, I got days, you know, sometimes by the, by the due date, it's, you know, it's already cast or it's done. It's in the can, you know, so get it in. Eric, do you, uh, do you play well in the sandbox with other agents or is there any (laughs) cattiness among agents? To my knowledge, there was like, agents are very like, you know, hold your cards close kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I very, very rarely even had any interaction with other agents. It would be like, you know, you'd go to a convention or something, you know, and you'd see each other on the, you know, like the thing, oh, excuse me, you know, going like to your, you know, your seat or your mic or whatever. Uh, And then, you know, maybe you'd meet up at the bar afterwards or whatever. But that was pretty much it, at least, you know, my own uh dealings you know you weren't like hanging out and you know like at the water cooler or whatever and you certainly aren't ex- you know exchanging notes um right you know because you just don't until we started uh the voiceover agent alliance the vo agent alliance and that was you know, that's yeah. when we came together and it was weird it was like hello like are we allowed to talk to each other like i don't even know <laughs> like it was you know it was freaky and then to be like all right is that still yeah, out there? Yeah, we're still together. You know, we've lost some agents awesome. because they're not, you know, they closed down. They're not agencies anymore. Um, but, you know, we're still active. We're still talking. We're still trying to fight the good the good fight. How have you survived this long? Which? Which? By the skin nice. of my teeth. <laughs> uh, no, you know, har- <laughs> you know, I've, uh, you know, I've thought about that before because there are agencies that have folded. Yeah, uh, big you ones. Know, and, yeah. And, you know, and we're still there. We're still in the, you know, I'm still in a, you know, late model car and I got a big house and all that jazz. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm doing something right. I had no idea what I was doing when I first started because you can't just go to agent school, you know. They don't have one of those? Yeah, right. Exactly. Thank God. <laughs> there will be soon some like failed. Run by King Eric Shepard. Yeah. No, man. I wouldn't tell anybody. Sh- you know, the thing is, that's one of the reasons why there's too many talent is because all these times like i'll tell you all this shit like this is how to do it blah 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 and then if you ever teach one of those classes talent are like listen that's great but if you could tell me like all the clients that you call to oh. are you freaking kidding me man and listen i'm not against people helping each other out and blah 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 like that's great that's what was so great about the industry in the first place and i had other talent massive talent you know that helped me as a talent back then uh but again you know no one helped me as an agent and i just kind of made it up as i went along um, like I said, but I started with Estella roster, which was great. Cause like I said, you know, I had friends, I just had a lot of friends that were actors. Um, and like I said, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm your agent now. And they were like, well, oh, whatever. Um, but however, you know, however we've done it, um, I think it's the vetting of talent. You know, we like to say, uh, you know, no matter where you click, no matter where you go, it's, you know, it's all needles, no haystack. There's not a matter of, you know, you got to pour through to find the good stuff. Everybody that, that we have, that we rep, you know, is going to be good. And I think they like that. Um, and hopefully, you know, they just, they like the whole experience. So, they, you know, they're coming back for now, which is, you know, which is great. That's get worthy. You know, animation and um, gaming are, are pretty hot genres right now. Um, what do you see is your, <laughs> your agency magic? What do you see as something that's going to be a hotbed in the next year or two? Like as far as genre or within uh-huh. that genre? Yeah. As far as genres overall. Man, I don't know. That stuff is, you know, I, 
I think, you know, some of that AI stuff is getting big. And that's like, forget about it. We could talk about that for hours, which is so wow. scary, you know. You have to see my post today on the voiceover community about AI. <laughs> Triggered a couple of people. You know, back in the day when you did one of those things, it was, you know, and I know talent that have done it. Um, and it, you didn't really think like it was a bad thing. You know, you were like, all right, exactly. it's a text to speech, whatever thing. Yeah. And But they would usually like you lived in a hotel for like three months. You would, you know, they would fly you to wherever, sometimes like a whole other country. And then you lived there, you know, they put you up and whatever. So you had to figure out a per diem and all this stuff. Um, but then, they, you know, they're just taking them and selling it. And the technology is getting so crazy. And it's just nuts to me. And we get uh, contacted all the time. And it's not just like spammy nonsense. Like they're like, hello, you know, Mr. Sh-, like, you know, it's like actual emails. Uh, you know, we would love for you to be involved and your talent to be blah, blah, blah. Like, you're the competition, dumbass. Like, you're, <laughs> your product is trying to put us out of business. You know, why would we voice this? But talent are masochists, man. You know, <laughs> yes. That's such, that is really half the reason why we're, why we, we're at where we're at is because, you know, talent don't, um, you know what it is? It's, they're just wired. Actors are wired. But yeah, okay. Like, take direction and be nice and do what people tell you and uh, not cause a stink, you know, which is why you want to get an agent because we'll be the jerk-offs for you and, uh, you know, be be hardcore and you could just be Mr. Nice Guy. But uh, I don't know. But, I, you know, I think that's going to get uh, bigger. Um, the audiobook stuff got huge. But, you know, what's a shame is that the audiobook stuff, which, you know, is, I think, becoming even more popular. Um, and then, like you're saying, you know, the gaming and all that stuff is more and more popular. And all that stuff pays terribly, which is like so, yeah. <laughs> such a drag. You all know, three of where those, Our yeah. bread and butter. <laughs> yeah. And our bread and butter has always been commercial, which usually pays a lot more. But now, like, nobody wants to, like, like do like radio commercials, you know, and a lot of times they don't even want to do TV commercials and you know, anymore. So, you know, it's all on the web where it's, you know, directed to the right eyeballs and that kind of stuff, which, Hey, that makes sense. Like you want to sell, you know, soda pop or whatever you want, you know, you want to get to soda drinkers, but then the client's like, Oh, it's just, it's just web use. Like it's not, you know, it's not broadcast or anything. <laughs> so it's only, you know, we don't have a lot of money because like, things have been really tough for Coca-Cola lately. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, you're like, the fuck, get out of here, man. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, you know, so the rates go down for that as well because, you know, because web is the new broadcast. Um, but then they think, you know, when we're not paying, we're not, it's not going on television. So obviously we're not paying TV money. Uh yeah, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? So that's how you should answer your phone, Eric. Nowadays, web is the new broadcast. This is Eric. How can I help you? It is. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like I said. That's always you know been our and we do a lot of. I mean, we do a lot of web things and little explainers and stuff. You know, and we've had some explainer clients for years and years and years. And folks like, why do you bother with these little? You know, these things are like four hundred bucks and whatever. And like, well, you know, forty, fifty, a hundred bucks or whatever a pop for up. But yeah, some of these we do twenty, thirty of them a week. You know, so after a while, you know, that adds up and you go, all right, but that's a whole lot of work. You know, you compare setting up that many sessions to like, you know, one or two or 10 commercial sessions, you know, that's fantastic. And it was fantastic for talent, but compare that to just two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, uh, you know, where it was union, where it was, you know, they paid well and then everything went non-union, but they would pay through the nose for non-union. 
because they were like, let's, we don't want to like do it with paperwork, a union or whatever. Um, and they know everybody does, you know, union talent do non-union work anyway. But so just to not have to deal with any of that, they were like, they were paying over scale. Nice. So, okay, like uh, wow. whatever, you know, if that's how you want to do it and you're going to pay through the nose, uh, you know, then, okay, I guess that's what we're doing. And, but now they're like, well, like, obviously we're not going to do it union. We're going to do it non-union and we're going to do it at, you know, a hundredth of the rate that it was, you know, just two, three years ago. Wow, man. You know, it used to be, you know, one campaign, a talent had one campaign and, um, you know, they were in a bigger house. Wow. I just can't fathom that. How often are you finding yourself turning down projects from clients due to budget? It was a constant for a while. Uh, and then we just we lost those clients. You know, Man. we had clients that were bringing in stuff, you know, that was consistently low. And it was like, okay, this is a, you know, a educational opportunity and let's discuss this with them and whatever. Uh, and they'd be like, okay, cool. And then we had a bunch of clients that were like, hey, listen, uh, you know, we got this one. We know that it, the budget stinks or whatever. We're not going to bother you. We'll, co- you know, we'll only contact you when it's stuff that's, you know, that pays decently. That's fair. Um, but then they, you know, they just stopped doing that too. They either stopped paying decently or stopped paying fair. Uh, or they just said, you know, listen, we've got, there's other agencies out there who will take anything. And there's a lot of agencies still that will take anything, um, you know, and screw them, man. Because really, they're not doing their job. Uh, you know, like I was saying before, you have to serve the talent and you have to serve the client. And it's a 50-50 kind of thing and everybody has to be happy. Uh, and if you're doing no vetting, if you're doing nothing to protect the industry, then you're doing nothing to protect your talent. And that's half your job. So you suck as an agent. <laughs> and you suck as somebody who's being <laughs> trusted to, uh, to work in this industry. And to look out for the industry itself, uh, even on the, you know, on the client side, for God's sakes, they need the industry to, you know, to be there. They can't just all go to freaking voices or whatever. That's garbage, man. Uh, you know, everybody needs, everybody who uses voiceover uh, needs this industry to be healthy and survive. And if you're an agent that's just taking anything and, okay, I'll send it out to my people, what are you doing? You know, you're, you, you're not worthy of respect. That's for damn sure. Um, and unfortunately, there's too many out there that are like that. And there's too many uh, ad agencies that got friggin' huge, man. And they got huge by saying, don't go union. Are you nuts? Go non-union. We could pay like peanuts. And every contract we have, it says all use, all cuts, all versions, all lips, Ugh. all friggin' whatever. Mm. Um so now we put it out. So instead of this costing like $100,000, it costs like two grand or whatever. Uh, we do a bunch of alts at the end of the session. And then we have your whole campaign. We can make like 50 spots out of this when we're paying per spot, right? No, that's the beauty of it, man. We can give you the whole campaign for friggin' nothing for the price of a tenth of one spot. Uh, and then like imagine that those ad agencies got huge. And now they're doing everybody's advertising. So, uh, and they're going to the agents that will take anything. So it's, you know, just that aspect of things happening has had a massively detrimental effect uh, on talent. And just, again, you know, this isn't like, back in my day, we used to have a sarsaparilla and we were rich and meh, meh, meh. And all like the newbies are like, we don't care, screw you, whatever. 
No, man. This I'm talking about, you know, this as compared to two years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's such a massive, massive blow that that happens, that they're all like buddy buddies. So you got ad agency guys who are getting more and more popular because they're way, way cheaper and are making all right ads. Uh, And then part of their business model is like, well, let's pay the vendors as little as humanly possible, uh, which from a business standpoint, I suppose that makes sense. Um, But then that becomes, you know, it becomes the norm. Every time talent accepts some junk rate, that client doesn't pay over that anymore. You know, that's it. If they had a good experience with a good talent and that talent did it for X amount of dollars, um, you know, why are they going to pay 2X next time? They're not. So it's, you know, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Uh, and every time somebody just, yeah. Ah, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Um, that's it, man. Another one bites the dust. We lose another client. We lose another, you know, whatever. And, uh, people don't think that way. They're not thinking, you know, is this good for the industry? And I get it because I'm a loudmouth idiot who'd be like, no, this is, you have to blah, blah, blah. And then clients were like, screw you then, buddy. Like you're a pain in the ass. Well, yeah, kind of. You know, if everybody was a pain in the ass and they said, no, you can't pay $5 for this, uh, we wouldn't be in this situation. But when me and other folks, uh, you know, agents, uh, alliance folks and some other agents fought back and said, no, no, no. Of course, there were other people that jump in and be like, well, yes, I'll tell, like, the, you know, what here's an opportunity for me as a bottom feeding piece of garbage uh, to come in and take this, you know, low paying thing. Somebody said I was funny, so Eric, didn't if, they? If, Isn't this hysterical? This is. This is comedy gold, man. Seriously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and the candy. Man, oh, man. That's this what is like the most for. horrific bummer of a show. I'm sorry, man. You know, you guys are writing notes. Like, but you're telling it like it is. ask Shepard again. No, <laughs> no yeah, that's he what did I heard. say tell, he tells tell it like it, like it is, is and, funny. and he's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know. So, so Eric, if, if one of our, our listeners... Um, and a talent were to reach out to the... Oh, because they're going to be reaching out to you. jumped off a bridge <laughs> yet. Agency. If one of our listeners has a, hasn't ended their life <laughs> after listening to you drone on about the death of everything... Give it a bop bop wow. What would you tell them not to do in their submission? Oh, for an agent? Yeah, they're gonna, we're going to have people yes. submit to well, you. I, I can almost guarantee agency. it. So what, what do you want to tell them? It's pretty much the same, you know, for almost every agency. Not that I'm going like to too many other websites, but I know everybody kind of has what they want. You know, there's stuff that that they are interested in. There's some agents they want you to read a thing first and whatever. Some agents they want to hear your studio. You know, give us like some room noise, which you know, talent are gonna lie about that anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because buyers, you know, is it okay if I clean it up? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, if you say, oh, just send me room, no, like no cleanup or whatever, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Especially talent that like, you know, have just started and it's like, send me something, you know, clean. I just want to hear your stuff. And then, you know, you get back. There's like when it, <laughs> like over process, every, every word ends with like, Hi, so in, I was, no, it's no processing. It's clean. Totally clean. No, it's not. And, and I know the artifacts you're talking about right there. Yeah. It's clean. Sure. Uh, But anyway, yeah, you know, all agents want different stuff. Um, But for, you know, for the most part, they tell you it's on the website, you know. So and I know like talent have their own thing. 
you know, they're like, here's my email and it's witty and it's great. And it's, uh, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And they just want to like, you know, BCC a hundred agents and then be done. Um, so like, I get it. Uh, but that sucks. Like, it's not, that's not the way to do it. And most people are just gonna be like, click, uh, you know, and they're not going to listen to it. And you have to realize agents are inundated. And even if they like you, they, okay. Studio from, for us, the way that we operate, cause we don't do like local, you know, we're not like a local agency cause we started in New York and we're here and our talent are everywhere and our clients are everywhere and whatever. So 99% of the time it's from a home studio. So your home studio has to be rocking. It's got to kill, you know, we have to make, we need your, you know, you got to know your mic and your pre and blah, 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 whatever. Uh, so anyway, if, you know, somebody submits to us and then they're ah, blah, blah, blah. And I've done this and I've done that. And I met you one time at a thing and whatever. Uh, here's my headshot. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, how does that headshot sound by the way? No, we get so many headshots. Like really don't send. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I get them in the mail, like physical headshot, uh. like in the mail and in the back. It's like, my voice is low and mellifluous. Dude. It's not like I'm whatever. Uh, people are nuts, man. But, but like, even if you give me all that blah, 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 or whatever, I need to know about your studio because that's one of the things that we need to know about. Perhaps some LA agency doesn't care because all their clients are local and they like to send you into voice tracks or whatever. You know what I mean? That might not be a big deal to them. So just go to the, the website, find out, you know, do some clicky click and find out how they like to be submitted to most of the time. Like for us, there's a link, man. You click the link. We get, this is, I love talent. I do really. I married a talent. Like I am a talent. It's, I know I'm like bitch about them all the time, but it's just funny. Like the people that you meet, <laughs> this happens so often. It just happened to me. I swear to God, less than a week ago, we get a phone call and I go, oh, shepherd agency. I could be blah, blah, blah. I used to answer. I just be like shepherd. And they all thought it was like a recorded whatever thing. Cause I talk like an idiot, I guess, <laughs> from doing telephony for like 30 years, you know, like, hello. Uh, <laughs> someone there? I don't know. It's like a, some voiceover thing. And you should have jumped in. Please hold just a moment longer. We'll be right with you. Yeah. So, but you don't, uh, but you know, so you answer it. So you don't know if it's a client or a talent or whatever. And you're like, oh God, please don't be like a talent. You know, like, <laughs> oh, somebody told me I have a nice voice and I got a Yeti and I, oh, like I don't, whatever, you know. But so you get some, I want, are you, are you taking on new talent? Which that's like a fair, you know, question. All right. So you're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, go to, uh, go to the website and it, there's a link on the contact page. Okay, uh, hold on. I don't, I'm not seeing the contact page. I'm not. I'm not. I'm look. Okay, I'm stuck. I'm on your homepage. I'm look. I'm looking no. on your home. And I swear to God, and you're just sitting there on the phone. Kill me, Jeep. What is your name? Because I will never rep you. Um, wait a How do you You're get not How do you get to contact? Well, there's a menu. If you click the menu, you get to, okay. <gasps> I'm there. Okay, I'm on contact. Okay, now what? <laughs> it's just a voice actor submission. You want to click where it says voice act voice actor submission submission. submission. <laughs> I see wow. your phone number. Yeah, well, yeah, you called me. Okay, hold on. I see a crown up here. Is that it? Yeah. And then it's like, whatever, you know, you get that whole, like, really? It's uh, so I get it. Like, this is very difficult for most people, but or for some people, but for most people, they'll be able to like, go to a contact page and look for a link that says submit here. This is all the stuff we want to know about you, which was the longest possible way I could have answered your very simple question. <laughs> 
<laughs> question about how to submit. Um, so yeah, in a roundabout, insanely ridiculous, long-winded way. Uh, yeah, do what they want, man. You know, they're asking whatever questions or whatever rigmarole they want. It's because it's important to them. So um, do that. Excellent. Way to crystallize that. That's perfect. Well, Eric Shepard, we thank you. We could have just said that. <laughs> no. <laughs> we love the droning on. I mean, <laughs> that's, what, that's what moves this podcast along, man. So if you want to reach out to Eric, you can go to his uh, website. And Eric, uh, for everybody that uh, doesn't know about you, how, how can they reach out to you on your website? Shepard.agency. No .com. There's no .net. Just go to Shepard.agency. And if right you are, there, you'll see. If you're looking to hire voiceover talent, go there. If you are a voiceover talent, don't go there. <laughs> no, if you are, <laughs> if you are going to go there, then let's go to the contact page, and then on the bottom, on the right, <laughs> is where the submission thing is. Please hold my. That's hand. where. That's where you could submit, and then maybe two years from now we'll get back to you, and then you get very angry. Do you know who I am? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wait for no man. <laughs> well, that's a good way to weed Well, thanks weed for keeping out, it real, Eric. <laughs> yeah, this has been a blast. Thanks so much for yeah, doing this, Yeah, you guys Eric. are great, man. This is fun. Anytime. Yeah, happy to do it uh, with you. And, and hopefully, if, if we haven't bored you too much, we'll have you on again sometime. Anytime. Anytime. This is fun. All right. Thanks, Eric. Well, thanks so much, Eric Shepard from the Shepard Agency, and uh, he's great. He's uh, doing great things in the voiceover world, and uh, happy to have him on board the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast is a K2 Media Productions production. All views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests. The McVob Jingle was written and produced by Kevin. Co-produced and performed by Chloe Dolandis. Additional engineering by Zach Zimmett. Bobby's hair and makeup by Rebecca Adlita. Kevin's wardrobe by Slippery Pete's Fashion Emporium. All previous episodes are available for download on Podbean. For the Middle Class VO Podcast, I'm Tracy Thibodeau. I'm Lisa Lou Perry. Thanks for listening. And don't miss the next episode of the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast.